to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation. It's Jeff here once again with the Freedom Nation podcast. Super excited to have you on the show today and listening in. It is a glorious fall afternoon in Austin, Texas. Uh, we're we're in the low 70s and beautiful skies, no clouds out there, and really just you know enjoying finally some cooler weather in our town, which we haven't seen so much of this year. Um, this week has been a lot of fun. We've uh, we've really been working on a couple new things that I'll be sharing with you down the road here. Uh, one of which is the fact that um, you know I I'm a believer in being the uh, you know if I'm going to say something to you or if I'm going to tell you to do something I'm going to do the same thing as well. And I am launching a new business that is going to be a companion to this podcast. It's in a completely different industry, uh, has absolutely nothing to do with podcasting, uh, the financial services world. Uh, It's in a completely different industry, and I'll tell you a little bit about it as we go. Uh, But one of the things I want to let you know is I'm doing this right alongside you. So when we start to get to our Freedom Engines conversation here in a couple you know, episodes down the road, I'll reveal to you what this new business is. And I'm also going to make a promise to you that every month I'm going to report, I'll do a, an income report for that business uh, that will kind of lay it out there on the line for you. This is what we made. This is what we spent and give you an idea of what that business is and, you know, how we're doing it because that's one of our key principles. So when we talked about on our last episode, um, the four principles of Freedom Day, I want to just quickly go back over those real quick. So the first principle is gaining control of your finances by knowing your budget, reducing taxes, and eliminating debt. That's that's a key principle, and it's it's so critical. If you don't have it, then anything else you do on the other side of it, you're, you're never getting your, your situation under control at the beginning. The second principle is you have to know what the price tag of your Freedom Day is. You've got to be able to calculate that. We'll address that coming up. You're going to have to create some kind of freedom engine, whether that be a a self-employed type of a thing, a business, or some type of an investment that's going to create your freedom engine that's going to help you to succeed and get to uh, your Freedom Day, and preferably something that sells your knowledge versus your time, because you're always going to be limited by time. You're never going to be limited by knowledge if you're able to sell that to multiple people. And then last but not least, uh, the fourth principle of Freedom Day is once you're free, you've got to help others experience their Freedom Days. So today we're going to begin our first episode where we really start to get into the weeds a little bit of how to get there. And one of the key things that you have to do is make debt go bye-bye. So that's what today's episode is going to focus on. We're going to really talk about some key concepts 
that you need to be thinking about when it comes to your debt and, you know, understanding what that debt is, understanding and having a plan of attack for getting rid of it. So, you know, when you think about debt, Debt is something that I I still continue to call it a cancer. You know, I, I realize there are people who have had cancer, cancer, and you know that is serious. That's life threatening. Uh, but you know, freedom threatening is your financial cancer that you have, and that is debt. If you don't get rid of it, if you don't eradicate the debt, it just continues to eat away at your financial success and your financial freedom down the road. So right away, we've got to get to know our enemy. So one of the things that I want you to do as part of this, and we always talk about the, our you know, plan of action at the end of every one of our podcasts, but we're going to kind of start off with that because I want you to be thinking about this throughout the episode. So get out a piece of paper right now. I'll give you just a second. Did you do it? Get your paper out. Come on. Get your paper and pencil, and let's get started. Uh, what you need to do first is you need to sit down and you need to write down every single debt that you have. And this is not just the big stuff. This is every single debt that you have. Uh, I'll give you an example of, of this. I was coaching a, uh, a guy who works for me now through the, uh, the Dave Ramsey program and helping him to figure out how to get out of debt. And we sat down at the beginning and, you know, we would, uh, we, you know, basically laid out all of his debts. I had him write down everything he had. And then all of a sudden, you know, we would start focusing on this. And then all of a sudden, like two or three months later, you know, something would come out in one of our conversations and we would meet once a month. Well, something would come out in one of our conversations that, oh, yeah, well, I, you know, I have all this tollway debt that I didn't, I haven't paid off yet. And it's like, okay, that's still debt. You need to put this on the list. So we kept having to pull these things out. So you really just need to seriously sit down, take a look. If you can't remember all of them, hopefully you're paying them every month. And you can find those in your checking account somewhere where you're writing these out of or paying them via you know, paying them via ACH or whatever from your accounts. Get them all on paper. Write them down. Write down what the remaining balance is on those and write down what the monthly payment is on those. This is a critically important. And once again, there may be some things I, I would encourage you if you have a spouse or a significant other that you both sit down and do this together so that you both know what you're attacking and you both get buy-in that you're going to attack this because what can happen is one spouse or one significant other gets, you know, on the kick of, hey, I'm going to eradicate debt. I want to get to freedom. But then the other one is not on board and is not willing to make any adjustments to lifestyle that's going to get rid of that debt and could be, you know, charging up more debt. So what you want to do is you really want to just make sure that you are focusing on getting rid of debt um, and writing it down. Get it on paper, put it on there in those three pieces of information. I know I'm being repetitive, but I want to make sure that you do this because if you don't know the enemy, you're not going to be able to defeat them. It's, it's, 
some of this stuff can be like a ninja. It comes popping up at you when you least expect it. So when you write them down, once again, you're going to write them down with the name of the debt. You're going to write down what the, the amount is on your debt or of your debt right now, what the balance is and what your monthly payment is for that debt. Now, once you've done that, we're going to go to the next principle. We're going to go to the next piece of this that is going to be important for you to understand. And that is we need to have a clear understanding of what we call the debt snowball. This was something I originally learned uh, being part of the Dave Ramsey program. Um, and I encourage you, if, if you're not disciplined enough to get rid of debt, I would highly encourage you to go through the, the Dave Ramsey program. Uh, you can go to uh, Ramsey.com and, you know, get some information on uh, their financial programs that they have. They're very inexpensive. They're about $120, I think, last time I priced them. Basically, they, they can help you to get out of debt. There's a whole course. There's a whole way of doing this. I pretty much follow that concept, and you'll hear me talk a lot about those concepts because I believe in it, I know it works. I've done this myself. I've done this with multiple clients over the years, uh, working as a Ramsey trusted advisor. So not to be a big salesperson for Dave Ramsey, but I do believe in what it is. But one of the key concepts of the uh, of getting out of debt is what's called the debt snowball. And I don't even think Dave created this. I think this was something he got from someone else. So we're passing this information on to you. So what is the debt snowball? Well, the debt snowball is that you don't focus on what is your highest interest rate debt. That's what people most times want to do. Well, you know, okay, I've got, you know, one thing that's got 5%, another's got 7%, another's got 20%. And so I'm going to focus on the 20% one. Well, what if the 20% one is the largest debt that you have? That means you're going to start focusing on something and it could take you forever without actually getting any kind of any kind of result. And what we're talking about here is not what makes logical sense. It's not what makes the most sense from a monetary standpoint. What makes the most sense is behavioral finance. And behavioral finance, you have to see some results. You've got to feel like you're, you're moving in the right direction. So what you're going to do is with your list that you wrote down, what I want you to do now is go over that list and then rank each of those from one down to whatever the amount of what the number of debt that you have. And you're going to take the smallest one. That's number one. The largest one is going to be your last number and you're going to rank them smallest to next smallest or to next biggest to next biggest to next biggest all the way through. Then once you've ranked those, actually rewrite that page. So get a clean sheet of paper and rewrite all those debts in order of the smallest to the largest. Regardless of what interest rate is, don't focus on that. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to attack this debt and we're trying to make that happen as quickly as possible. And by doing the debt snowball, you're going to start to see success and then success on top of that and success on top of that, because you're going to start eradicating these debts and you're going to make them go away and you're going to feel like, okay, I'm actually getting someplace. If you started with the highest rate debt and that's your largest account, 
it could take you years before you see your first success. And it's just too easy during that time period for you just to give up. So that's what we're going to do. That's my suggestion to you is do the debt snowball. Now, once you've rewritten all this, some stop the stop the podcast if you need to rewrite these things. But what we're going to do next is now we're going to look at how we're going to attack this. All right. So we're going to focus on what can be done to uh, create that payment amount. Okay. So, you know, you're going to look at what you're paying currently towards debt. Um, Add up all the minimum payments and that number, you know, whatever that number is, let's say it's a thousand dollars a month. Well, that number, do you have anything left in your budget after you've paid all your other bills and everything else before you can, or that you can free up to pay towards that debt? If you don't, well, one of the next shows we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about what I call tips, which is your, there's several different things that you can focus on to reduce your debt. I talked about this a little bit on a previous episode. So go back to episode five and there's a, there's some information in episode five that talks about, you know, a few things you can do right away to reduce your debt Um, over episode five and six. There's a couple of things in there that will help you to figure out your, you know, what, what's in your balance or what's in your budget and then how much you can reduce some of those things to create additional monies in your budget without really changing your lifestyle at all right now. Once you figure out what, you know, you have extra from, you know, what you're required to pay, your minimum payments, to what your, you know, what the amount is that you have extra. And where I see people make a lot of mistakes in this world is they'll, you know, I don't have any extra money, but then you find out that they're paying an extra amount of money on their house or something like that. Stop. You need to rank your debts once again. And the house is a whole different animal. House is good debt. All the other consumer debt, that's what we want to focus on getting rid of right away. So once you figure out what that extra money is, let's say it's an extra $200 a month that you're able to come up with by doing a lot of different things, by looking at how much you're paying in taxes and and making sure you don't get a refund at the end of the year, making sure that you look at your insurance payments and reduce those wherever you possibly can. Rebid your insurance. Um, if you're spending money on uh, life insurance, you know you might want to be using term right now instead of permanent life insurance. Your property and casualty insurances. Make sure those are as low as you possibly can. And then every time you get a reduction in those amounts, you need to apply that towards debt every month so you can start to eradicate debt. Now, once we know what we've got extra in our budget that we can apply. Here's what we're going to do with our debt snowball. We have our minimum payments uh, ranked by the amount of debt we have in each of those. So whatever that extra amount is, let's say it's back to our $200 per month, apply that $200 a month to the lowest balance thing that you have. So, you know, let's say your minimum payment on the first debt Let's say it's $2,000 worth of debt. Uh, You're paying a minimum payment of $50 a month, but now I'm going to apply $200 extra to that. So I'm paying $250 per month. Well, at that rate, 
I'm actually going to pay this debt down in about seven to eight months. That goes away. Now, what's going to happen is I'm going to continue to pay minimum balances on all the rest of my stuff. I want to make sure that I'm not charging additional on my credit and getting myself in the hole. So that's once again, you're wanting to try and get rid of debt. You want to try and be as, you know, pay as much cash as you possibly can every month so that you can get yourself to the point where you've got extra money that's that you can apply towards these debts and not charge additional money onto your debts every month. Uh, if if you're going in and still charging money on your credit cards, okay, we've got a budgeting problem. And you've really got to go back and focus on your budgeting a little bit to get yourself to that point where you have extra money that can be applied towards debt every month. Now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get rid of that first debt. So now when that first debt is gone, I have $250 because remember I had $200 in my budget plus the $50 I was paying as a minimum payment that I'm now going to apply to the next smallest debt uh, or the next debt in line, right? So remember, smallest to largest. So the next one in line, I'm now going to be making whatever my minimum payment is plus $250 that I got out of the first one that went away. So now I'm accelerating that one. And, you know, once I'm finished paying that one off, then what I was paying, you know, my $250 from the first debt plus whatever my minimum payment was from the second debt is now going to be used to pay the third debt. And, you know, now you can see how the snowball starts to work because you're applying larger and larger and larger amounts towards these other debts. It's going to start to pay those down faster. So the client I was telling you about or my friend that I was telling you about that I was coaching, um, I know this can be done because he is a, a military veteran. He receives uh, disability benefits. So he, he's very limited on any additional income that he can make on the side. So he only has his military income and his wife works in a restaurant, uh, works at a, a fast food restaurant. So they don't make a ton of money. I mean, I think the gross was maybe about 60, 70,000 a year. They had $35,000 in debt when they started. And over a period of two years, we were able to eradicate $30,000 worth of debt. Now, here's another problem though, is they got feeling really good and they were on the track and they were almost done. And then they went crazy and started buying things and putting them on credit and they got themselves back up to like $12,000 in debt because they stopped watching this. Well, once again, we had to go back to the basics and start to focus on this. And so this is why I said you've got to have both of you. If, if it's you individually, then you, you need to find a, uh, what I would do is find somebody that's a, a, a partner in crime that could be your, your accountability partner uh, but if it's, you know, if you're a married couple or if you have a significant other, then you need to be each other's accountability partner to make sure that you stay on top or stay on top of this. But the best part about the snowball is it keeps increasing. It keeps compounding every time and it makes that stuff go away much faster. Now, here's here's the thing about house. If you are, you know, if you're, you're trying to get to Freedom Day, I mean, that's our first goal is to get to Freedom Day. So we need to be able to reduce debt as much as we possibly can. And we need to focus on things that are going to generate something to replace our existing income. 
But we also need to make sure that we are saving some money towards retirement. So one of the key things that you want to focus on is making sure that when you when you get your debt paid off, that you can start to focus on other, uh, you can start to put some money away towards retirement, longer term retirement, because at some point you're probably not going to want to continue to work and you're going to need to have some savings. That's the investing portion of what we talked about a few weeks ago. But we also want to create um, a way to be able to free ourselves um, from our world that we live in today, whether it's a W-2 income, whether it's that you have another business or that you're a business owner or self-employed and you just feel like you're on this never-ending treadmill that you can't get off. Um, I, I'm, I always laugh when people decide to go to the gym and run on a treadmill um, you know, it's like, man, why don't you just go out and run in the street? It would be much more fun probably and much less boring. I, I can't think of anything more boring than just sitting there on a treadmill, but it's the life most of us lead where we work for either a company, we work for ourselves, or we have a business that's really not optimized and is forcing us to do a ton of work. Um, so that's the key. You know, you've got to get to that point where you have the snowball and you're focusing on that. So where do I find additional ways to reduce money? Well, you know, like I told you before, it's it's things like taxes. So we've talked about this. You know, what you want to do is you want to gather up a, a W-2 form from your um, from your employer or download it from the IRS website. And you want to go through the second page. Most of us just ignore it and we just kind of put a number on there and you know, put a zero and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have, or I want to get a return at the end of the year and everything else. Well, you don't want that. You want ideally to have a zero extra tax that you pay at the end of the year, or possibly even pay a little bit at the end of the year, but you want to reduce your, what you're paying into taxes, because if you're paying extra money into income taxes every year, and it's going off to the IRS, guess what? They get to borrow your money for an entire year before you have any potential of getting that back. So that's, you're basically investing for a 0% return overall. So the game that you want to really focus on is how can I reduce my income to, or how can I reduce my income taxes to a minimum on what I'm withholding on my paycheck. So go up through your W-2, fill out the little worksheet that's in the back, and that'll tell you what you should withhold so that you can basically be at absolute zero at the end of the year of owing anything else. The simplest and easiest way to do it. Um, the other thing that I often talk to people is uh, entertainment. So this is our this is an E in this, entertainment. So once again, we talked about this all the different entertainment sources that you have. If you have cable, okay, is there a way, are there channels you don't watch that you can remove from your packages? If you've cut the cable, this is the funny part. People say, oh, well, I've cut the cable. I'm, I'm trying to save money. And then they get $2, $5, $20 to death with, well, I have to have Hulu. I have to have Paramount. I have to have this one and that one and all these different channels now because the the streaming services have figured this out um, and some of them are getting a little insidious because they're only offering shows 
on the streaming service. So now it's like, okay, if you want to be able to watch them, you've got to either subscribe to the streaming service or you're going to miss out on shows that you like. But then you start adding these up and they're not on every, you know, you don't have one channel you can go to where all your shows are on. Well, you could end up in in the end paying more money than what you were paying just having, you know, cable or having a satellite dish on your house. So focus on that. Look at what you're paying on entertainment. The other one is telecommunications. Uh, That's a big one. Uh, Look at your cell phone bill. Is there a, a less expensive plan that you can be on? You know, do you really need unlimited data? If you're somebody who doesn't stream a lot, uh, if you just check your email and use your phone for phone calls, you're probably not using more than one or two gigabytes of data. You don't need an unlimited plan where you're paying 70 or $80 a month. You can probably get away with plans down, you know, lower around maybe $20, $25 a month. And even if you have to pay for um, a little extra data, it's still not going to be $70, $80 a month. Once again, if I go from 70 down to let's call it 25 or 30, that $40 could be applied to my debt snowball and it doesn't affect my cash flow at all. It's the same amount of money I'm paying out, but I'm just paying it in a different position. Uh, the last of the, the biggies is insurance. Um, insurance is one of the key things that uh, I've said it before. I had a I had an insurance company on my home and my cars for almost 10 years. Never talked to the representative after the first time or the agent after the first time I she got me set up. And I went for years not really looking at what I was paying. I just kind of assumed they were going to take good care of me. And then I, for some reason, had a friend of mine say, well, hey, you ought to look at this insurance company. I went in and I got a quote and found out I, between my home and my cars, I was paying almost $700 more per month or per year than what I should have been paying or what I was paying after I changed insurance companies. So that's $700 that you can apply, once again, without changing anything else in your life, not changing your cash flow. I'm not talking about going and eating beanie weenies for dinner every night. Literally, you're doing the same thing, but you're just reducing that and you're applying what you're reducing to the debt that you have to reduce that. All right. So let's talk about the last part of this that I want you to really focus on, and that is the Freedom Engines. And we're going to get into this in a couple of episodes down the road. Uh, We're going to start talking about Freedom Engines. And one of the things that I'm going to begin doing is I'm going to be talking about a lot of different Freedom Engines. And what is a Freedom Engine? It is whatever vehicle you choose, whether it is self-employed, which I discourage, um, whether it is a business that you can create, whether it is investments that you can buy that will generate an additional income source for you. And that income source, whatever you make in there, can be applied towards reducing debt right away. What is that doing? Well, that's buying you. It's reducing your overall monthly nut that you need to pay, which when we get to Freedom Day, that you want that nut to be as low as possible so that your Freedom Engine is able to make enough to replace your existing income that you have today, wherever that's coming from. So whatever that Freedom Engine is, um, it could be as easy as just saying, you know what, I'm going to go drive Uber um, a couple nights a week and on the weekends to make a little extra money that I can apply towards debt and get that debt gone faster. 
I don't need to make extra money. Um, I don't need to make, you know, extra money to go out for, take, you know, getting beers on the weekend or something like that. No, I'm focused on getting rid of my debt. That's the biggest challenge that I have right out of the play or right out of the way. So everything I make in that business after expenses is going to get applied to the debt. So I can make my debt go away as soon as possible and I can get my first freedom and that's the freedom from debt. And I get my finances under control. Uh, for those of you that have listened to what I've said, you know, one of the key things that I would recommend is if there is some knowledge, some unique knowledge that you have, some goal that you have, some hobby that you have that maybe you can make things that uh, people would be willing to buy, then I would encourage you to, you know, figure out a way to make that into a business. Uh, I was watching the news this morning and it was really cute. There was a, uh, there was a kid who was probably 17 or 18 years old and he really enjoyed woodworking and he started making American flags out of reclaimed wood. So the cost of materials was minimal. Uh, and he was making these beautiful wooden American flags. He started selling these and really got known for selling these. And he's using that to pay for college. So his freedom engine is paying for his education, which is actually going to give him that next step in life. And maybe that business that he has now that freedom engine may go away. He might sell that to somebody else, or that gives him that next stair step to the next freedom engine that he has. So be thinking about where, you know, what you can do, what you can use, what things you enjoy. Find something that you love and do that because it makes it a lot easier, first off. But use that profit that you make, use the money that you make out of that business to be able to get yourself out of debt, gets your finances in, under control, helps you understand where you're at currently and where you need to be from a budgetary standpoint when it comes down to the next phase, which is going to be reaching your freedom day. So I hope this was helpful today. Um, go through those exercises that we talked about. If you need to go back, listen to the episode again and just lay this stuff out. Get your get your freedom plan together, get your debt reduction plan together, get your debt snowball together, and then start to focus on that. Start to look for ways, look at your budget, look at the extraneous things that you have in your budget. Um, once again, my client that I talked about, or my friend that I talked about, you know, his other vice was he went to the, to the local convenience store almost every day to buy tobacco products and, you know, junk food and stuff like that for his kids. And he decided, well, I'm going to stop with the tobacco products and I'm not, I'm just not going to go to the convenience store because I'm, it's just too easy to do that. And we're going to go to the grocery store and we're going to buy snacks and everything for the kids. We're not just going to stop and buy junk food at the convenience store on the way home. And that freed up almost four or $500 a month that they were wasting on that type of stuff. And that helped him to accelerate his payoff. And like I said, within two years on, on a $60,000 income, they were able to pay down $30,000 in debt and get themselves to be debt free till they fell off the wagon, which that's another, that's another part of this is you have to maintain your uh, discipline with it. Well, I hope this was helpful. I look forward to seeing you or, or hearing from you. 
Uh, we're on all the major podcast channels and we're adding more and more every day. Uh, you can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts uh, and multiple other channels or go directly to the source, which is on Podbean. And you can get all of that information off of our website at www.freedomnationpodcast.com. Uh, you can get information on where the show is at or get get the episodes directly off of that webpage. So hopefully this was helpful to you. I look forward to seeing you here again. Please feel free to comment, ask questions. We answer all those within 24 hours, and they also could be the next show that comes down the road. So thanks. Have a great day, and we'll see you back here next time around. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.